We would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land in which this podcast is recorded and produced, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations, whose sovereignty was never ceded and this area's original name was Nam. We pay respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. Damn! We're in a tight spot! Welcome to Music Town. May I service you? Great Scott! It'll never be enough! I only want to hear Yaya Ding Dong! Ah, as if! Dignity. Always dignity. Hello, you're listening to You Watched What. I'm Amy. And I'm Kate. And this week we watched the 2021 Netflix original, Don't Look Up. Ooh. But first, how are you going, Kate? I'm really good. How are you? Yeah, I'm okay, thank you. We have a special guest in the studio today. We have a kitten. Yes, butterscotch. Little butters. He's five months old. His hobbies enjoy stealing my wool and <laughs> eating plants that he's not meant to be eating. <laughs> Look, he's healthy and well. He hasn't eaten anything toxic, so that's great. Yeah. Yet. No, I shouldn't say that. No, no you're pretty careful. Yes. Yeah. He's 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 doing okay. We we killed all the worms. It's all good. <laughs> We'll pop a picture of Butters up on on the Insta because he is adorable and everyone should see him. I know. Just laying in his bed. Just in his bed, having a snooze. Be- glad he's not being attacked by three children. Yeah, this is like... <laughs> a- this is a safe house moment for him. <laughs> and for you. <laughs> I have not been watching very much. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking... Last time, oh, we were talking last time that I was starting a new job. But yes. I also remembered something that we were talking about last time that I like to um, cover before we talk about what you've been mm-hmm. watching. Yeah. When we covered Booksmart, yes. we were discussing the term butterface, which comes yes. up in the movie a couple of times. And I think you asked the question, is there a male term yeah. for butterface? Yeah. Now, friend of the show, Adrian, got in touch with me. And said that, yes, amongst Australian gay men, mm-hmm. the term is prawn. A prawn. In that you eat the body and throw away the head. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's really good. It's really mean. It's yeah, really good. Yeah, prawns, huh? So, prawn. So, there you go. So that's, uh, I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> it makes more sense than a butterface. A, butterf- what, a butterface is actually not a thing. At least a prawn is a thing. Yeah, a prawn is an actual <laughs> thing and you're like... Oh, yeah, that, oh, it's also like this is Australia, it's not a shrimp. Yeah, it's not a shrimp. We don't throw that, shrimps on the barbie. We, we, we very rarely put prawns on the barbie. Yeah, we've done it once or twice for like surf and turf, but, yeah, we don't tend to barbecue them. No. Maybe some people do, but we don't. We don't. No, no, not, we're not. Anyway, there you go. Mm-hmm. That's that's as much Crocodile very Dundee good. content as you're going to ever get, I think. Or maybe I might be a massive fan, Kate. You don't know. <laughs> I might make us watch the whole series. Oh, awesome. I don't even know how many there are, though, so chances are low. But anyway. It's two or three? I don't okay. know. But anyway, there you go. So that's an update from last week. Thank you, Adrian. The only thing I've been watching, I've because I've been wiped out. It's great starting mm. a new job. Uh, I am so tired from learning new things. It's a, yeah. it's a really pleasant kind of 
end of the day tiredness. I know you've been sent donuts and everything from oh your new God. work already. World is amazing. Love it. <laughs> no, it's been fantastic. Everyone's been really nice and welcoming. I'm really happy to be there. But I get to the end of the day and make dinner and play a little bit of Animal Crossing and go to bed. And yeah. that's been it for the last couple of weeks. It's been it's exhausting. very low key. As I settle in, I'll, you know, sit down and watch some more movies again. The only thing I can think of that I started watching was a recommendation from your eldest, The Owl House. Oh, yeah. Which is animated on Disney+. Plus. Yes. 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 So a young girl, sort of like a preteen girl, go gets into a magical world where there are witches and goblins and stuff like that and they come up with a way for the plot for her to be able to stay there for a while to learn how to be a witch without her mum realising that she's gone. Mm -hmm. And... The main witch is voiced by Wendy Malick from yeah, Just Shoot Me and Other big Things. Big names in it. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that, it's really enjoyable. I've oh, watched that's a few good. episodes. I'll have to really let her like know it. that you you're enjoying that. Yeah. Because, you know, you get a you get a strong recommendation like that from a kid, just like, I really should check that yeah, out. Yeah, we've had to put that on a couple of times in the morning because we've got um, a little boy. Oh, I shouldn't say little boy, he's in grade six, but we're taking him to school in the mornings at the oh, moment. Nice. And so a few times when he's arrived, the kids have Bob's Burgers on. And look, Bob's Burgers is great, but it is rated out of what I'm going to let them have on when there is anyone else in the house. No, I think that's fair. <laughs> and I was the one who introduced you and your kids I know, to and Bob's. I started watching it. I didn't realise um, how high rated it is. And I don't really – look, I don't really know – I guess I do know why it is. There is a few blue – um, jokes, yeah. but also I don't think it's any worse than The Simpsons and mm. the stuff, they don't get it. The kids yeah. aren't getting the jokes that are high rated anyway. And that's why so I showed right it right over them. their heads. I feel like that's the content that if you get it, you get it. If you if it's too adult for you, it is flying right over your head. Yeah. And it is such a funny show. It's but so funny. I, I really them. personally mm. identify with Linda. Yeah, you should. <laughs> <laughs> I love her though. Like I, It's a show where anytime I'm watching it, I'm cycling through who I feel is my favourite character uh, at any moment. We did that the other day. I made everybody, because I really, I really <laughs> like it, um, I made everyone list off in order their favourite characters <laughs> just to see. And I was really like, Okay. Oh, that's interesting. Yes. We had a few Louises at the top and a few Jeans. Mm, I understand that. Jean, look, just sometimes just comes any Jean centric plot yeah. is amazing. It'd be interesting They're to know always that, wild. Um, Heidi had um is it Teddy as her number two. Teddy as yeah. her number two. And I hadn't even factored. I'd said give me your top five just thinking, thinking family. They were, they were all going to be belches. Just, yeah, you just list your, your fam the family. But she um, – it was for her it was like Louise and then Teddy. And I was wow. like, oh, interesting. This is a great conversation. This is a great um, Where conversation I'm, starter. I'm, I'm Linda. Yeah. And then – Tina. Mm, Tina's amazing. I love Tina. And then Bob and then Louise and then Jean mm -hmm. and then Teddy if Teddy's involved. but yeah. um, <laughs> No, I love Teddy. Love fish odour. Relate strongly to Tina. Like 
I, mm, oh, you even look like Tina. You do look a bit like Tina. <laughs> you, your gla- the glasses you're wearing currently <laughs> are Tina's glasses. I actually need new glasses and part of me is thinking, should I get some red Linda glasses just for the comedy value for my children? Yeah, my current glasses are Tina glasses, but I do have a pair of glasses that are Linda's glasses. Uh-huh. I, might, I was even thinking I might have to just get onto Shein and just get do some it. cheap Linda glasses yeah, and just it. wear a red T-shirt and a jeans one and jeans one day and just act casual. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I've had uh, Tina's haircut in the past and I'm really sad that I didn't get the chance to do like a Halloween costume or a cosplay as Tina at the time because, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. it yep. have been very easy. Mm-hmm. I'd wig up for it. Anyway, Bob's, it's so good. So what have you been watching, Amy? <gasps> so I actually was going to talk about this last time but I completely forgot. So we're, we're kind of going back in time because we've known for a little while with me with my kind of mental burnout towards the end of the year, I could only stomach reality TV shows. True. But after Christmas, so in between Christmas and New Year's, I got on to watching Succession Mm. on Binge. I've got to get to that. Oh, it is so good. A lot of it I did – a lot of the time I didn't understand what was going on Mm. because there is a lot of high-end business – talk and a lot of like crude slang for business transactions and things and but my mind just kind of went that's business and so (laughs) it didn't bother me yeah like I I didn't I didn't need to understand what was going on in those kind of transactions and scenes I just you'd get the vibe of like oh we don't want this to happen. Yeah, it's like this when is I, a yeah. dodgy thing that's happening. I don't know what they're saying, but it's dodgy. Okay, cool. Succession. Yeah, really, really good. Um, I loved it. Yay. I really, really, really loved it. So, Kieran Culkin oh, I love is him. a legend. Oh, mm. he's everything in this show. Yeah, he is such. You don't. <laughs> You don't like him. You don't like any of them, though, do you? No. I know the memes and I... Oh, I quite like yeah. Shiv, Siobhan. Mm-hmm. I quite liked her. Um, there were moments where, oh, even, in her, even in her bad kind of moments, I still kind of liked her. Yeah. Um, and Sarah Snook is extremely charismatic yeah, she's and beautiful amazing. and Australian, so... And I love that, and I love that her body type isn't... They didn't just cast some twig, yeah. um, thin girl yeah. for it. Like they cast the right person for it. Um, no, she's she's. I like her. Not many other people. Like you have moments where you feel empathy for them. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Greg, you like Greg? <laughs> I don't think there's a moment where you don't like Greg. Yeah, fair. You feel a bit sorry for Greg a lot of the time. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it's it's a really, really good. And then so recently, like last week, I heard someone make a comparison between – they were talking about Yellowstone. Oh, And they yeah. said, oh, it's Cowboy Succession. And so I started watching Yellowstone the other night. Ooh. It hasn't grabbed me like Succession did. Mm. But <laughs> – 
There's even the same number of children. There's even <laughs> like they're in the same order of kind of like yep. that sibling order of you know, you've got the the eldest who's a little bit of a loser and then there's the second son who's, you know, seems to be the successful businessy one and then there's the, the daughter who's a redhead and then there's the youngest son who's a bit wayward and yep. and yeah. So it's even exactly like that. And it's basically you've got um Logan Roy in succession going, Oh, who's gonna take over my business? I'm gonna just all play you off against each other. And then you've got Kevin Cosner's character in Yellowstone basically going, Who's gonna run the farm? No <laughs> like it is I feel like I'm watching the same show just set yep. in different settings. Yep. But Yellowstone hasn't I've only watched two episodes and it hasn't like grabbed me yet, but I'm yep. going to keep persisting. Cool. I do want to talk about um, a TV show that I've been meaning to watch for like two years. Ooh. And I started watching when it first came out. Like I watched the first couple of episodes and then I think just life got in the way. It's not that I didn't like it, that I didn't keep watching it. I just mm. missed it. I started watching Frayed on the ABC. Oh, with Sarah Kendall. Um, it is one. Of, I think one of the best Australian TV shows I've watched in a really long, long time. Awesome! It is hilarious and surprising. Like stuff happens in it that you do not see coming. Oh, cool! It's My- so good. So. I only re-watched it again because I noticed on Netflix the first series had been put on Netflix. So I watched the first series on Netflix and I was like, I'm pretty sure the second series will be on ABC. Mm-hmm. So I watched the second series on ABC. But I think the ABC iView app has both series up. So cool. go and watch it, everyone. It It's brilliant. Oh, cool. I'm going to take that recommendation. Yeah. Because I, I had forgotten brilliant. about that show. I've seen her stand up and she is great. Yeah. She's and so what smart. also kind of twigged me on because I saw that it was on Netflix, but we've also been watching on binge at nighttime because we've let my eldest stay up a little bit later than her sisters. And so we've been putting Taskmaster on. Oh yeah. Um, which I hadn't watched before. It's good, isn't it? The the guy that runs it, Greg, I think yeah. his name is just is like my um father in law all oh my over. God, he is. Isn't he? Yeah. Um so we've been watching that with her at night and we're watching the 11th season, I think, is on Binge at the moment and that Sarah right. Kendall is on that and that's what I kind cool. of – she was really funny on that and I was like, hey, yeah, that show, I need to, to, to watch it and um, yeah. so worth it. Everyone in that is stellar. Oh, fantastic. It's amazing. Oh, the list get, just gets so long. I know. There's so there's so much. We've only got one more week of Salt Lake City, guys, and then I'll be able to tell you all about the reunions. It's all <laughs> Good. happening. It's Good. all happening. I heard there's an asteroid or a comet or something that you don't like the looks of. Tell me about it. You got 20 minutes. 20 minutes? Go. This week's movie was the 2021 Adam McKay Netflix original, Don't Look Up. Adam McKay wrote and directed this movie. His mum must be proud. Yeah, I think he's done a really good job. I think he's done an adequate job. Okay, interesting. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so straight off the bat, first half of the movie, brilliant, I thought. Second 
Oh, that second act probably slow. I think the first act is the strongest. Yeah. I think the little okay, the main I have some issues. In general, didn't mind it. Mm-hmm. Is it a bit heavy-handed? Yes. Yep. Your mileage will vary. I went in kind of knowing, yeah, this is going to be a bit heavy-handed. And yeah. so it wasn't really frustrating to me. I didn't mind that okay. so much. Like it is hammering its point home. But when you think about, say, like the last five or six years of the world mm-hmm. and we actually had Donald Trump as president of the United States and, and some of the things that then happen in the media or in the real world that are just wild and crazy, mm. I understand why this movie had to go so broad and big. Yeah. You could make – this movie would probably still have a relevant place if Hillary Clinton had been, mm. you know, if we were in the second – um term of her presidency you could make this movie but you would be able to make a much more subtle version of it yes and it would still play as kind of big and broad Mm -hmm. but because of just what the real world has looked like in the last few years you kind of had to go that big yeah so I understand why they did and so I don't mind that you know what I really found annoying just like the little like in inserts of like the world and like, oh, he's, you know, a farm and he's like the world spinning and just all of those little. Oh, really? Th- I just found those really kind of, because it's quite long. I liked those bits. I think visually they were fine, but I felt like, I felt like that was I where think there was some of parts the, the that hammering could be was happening. cut out. Almost of, definitely. Um, like. Leo's character, Dr. Mindy, did not need to have an affair at no, all. I understand That was why. a waste of time and was probably the part that I was like, what, why, why is this in here? Like I didn't, I didn't really get – I didn't really get it. It wasn't necessary to progressing the plot, yeah. was it? No, not at all. So I might bring up a few letterboxed reviews. So the app – website letterbox mm-hmm. users can log their movies and um and put reviews i'm on there as kate watched what <laughs> like and follow and engage <laughs> but there are some really good funny reviews for that on this and when we think about the part where leo's character is having the affair uh this this review from fiona's apple two and a half stars oscar worthy performance by leo pretending to like women his own age <laughs> And there's that. Melanie Linsky is his wife, though. I love her. Yeah. She's great. And I will watch yes. anything with her. She's wonderful. Yeah. I thought his sons were really good. I thought mm. they cast they yeah. they cast them really well. That they, One of them looked like a cross between Leo with the beard yeah. and um, Daniel Radcliffe. Yes, he did. I did think one of the boys looked quite radcliffe uh, Yeah. Yes. So... I thought they, the casting was really, really good. I thought the casting was good. And, really, and I thought, like star. I said, the first, the first act I think was really strong. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Lawrence was great. Yes. Um, I've had a few people bag out her haircut to me, but, no. I had, but I had to make the point to them and I've had that colour more than once. But I had to point out to them, she's playing a doctoral candidate. That's accurate hair. Yeah. Like that's. I think I she looks great, actually. Really? I, I thought, thought she – and I thought it really suited her. No, I thought it worked. I thought it looked she really, really good. as a redhead and yeah. the shaved and sides and everything. and I loved her jumpers, of course. I loved her jumpers. The second thing in my notes, the first thing is like, is like, is this a visual telescope or a radio telescope? Because <laughs> I'm like, I just, you know, 
I'm excited about the telescopes. The second thing, I like JL's jumper. She has some amazing jumpers yeah. in this. And the costuming felt really appropriate to I each did, of the characters. It felt real. Yeah, yeah. So costuming was one of the things I really liked. Yeah. I don't think the science is super realistic, but I don't mind. If, I wouldn't know, so whatever. If any of my friends who are like maybe astrophysicists are listening – let us know mm. if uh, the science was accurate at all. Yeah. Or how accurate. I mean, I don't know. I, yeah. So in my notes, also, it's like, yeah, I've had that hair colour. <gasps> yeah. Uh, and then they I do all her the hair mats. Was really, really I liked good. it. I think she looked good, and I think it made her look a, like the right age for the character. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think so too. Because okay. she's played characters like all over the shop and quite often mm. she's played characters who are quite a bit older than she, she is. Yes, yeah, she often does. Like that happens a lot for her. She yeah. often does. And that's why I kind of thought going into this, I think I even asked you before we watched it that because I'd seen, yeah. I hadn't seen many clips, but I had seen the part of um, Leo's character, Jennifer Lawrence and Timothy Chalamet walking in um, like a supermarket, and yeah. I assumed that Leo and Jennifer were married and Timothy <laughs> Chalamet was their son. Because that kind of thing happens to Jennifer Lawrence where they're – like she and Timothy Chalamet would – I'll have to look it up, but they will only be a few years. Yeah, see, in, I in feel age like he's so much younger than her. Doing it now, Jennifer Lawrence. And I just assumed that she was going to – her and Leo were going to be married in this movie. So she's born in 1990 and he's 1995, so I was right. Yeah, okay. about, you know, five-year age difference. She's 1990. I actually, wow. given that Leonardo DiCaprio's character, Dr. Randall Mindy, okay, one thing I didn't think was realistic, I don't think all his doctoral candidates would be calling him Dr. Mindy. They would be calling him by his first name. This is a small okay. complaint. I've got to say, actually, and I always know this, in a movie, if my complaints are like at this level, at this quite micro <laughs> yeah, you're level, you're being the, really nitpicky. If I'm really nitpicky, then it's like, well, I didn't love it, but I didn't mind it. Mm. That's for me. That's like a three star movie. Is yeah. hmm, doctoral candidates would talk this way, and yeah. so that's how I know I didn't you're mind looking it too too much. Into or just it. like yeah, I'm I'm I don't love it enough not to pick at it. Yeah, so you'd give it three stars, do you? Yeah, think? I would give it three. I'd stars. I'd probably give it four because I did find the comp. I did I. I enjoy um, when it's done well, which I think it was done well when they've got the same joke happening time and time again, like the in the, the back seat of the car with a oh. hood over your head. Yeah. I really enjoyed that joke. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was funny. That, no, that was really funny, actually. <laughs> no, yeah, and this is why I'm like, I'm nitpicky, but three, three stars, that joke, it never went like – too many times I did think that worked. Yeah, no, it, it went enough. Yep. Okay, well, let's okay. get started in our in our kind of recap of, of it. We've talked – we've give, already given you spoilers. Yeah, we're in it. We're in it. Um, so let's just quickly recap this yes. movie. Jennifer Lawrence <laughs> is Kate Dibiaski, a doctoral student at a university I can't remember the name of. Michigan State Thank University. You. But she's um, clearly – Go like, Spartans. Go Spartans. She's clearly an astrophysics um, doctoral candidate. She's got some time on the telescope and she finds an object. She finds a comet. They do the maths and they do the maths again and we have a bit of a montage and her and her um, – Supervisor, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm going to interchangeably use their character. Yeah, I that's always okay. do this. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio playing Dr. Randall Mindy with, at this point, a bad beard. Um, yeah. 
realize that this is going to hit the earth. The maths are all adding up to yeah. this is going to hit the earth. It's like five to eight kilometers in width. Yep. Um, big it's big and it's going to impact the earth in six months and 14 days. Yep. And they've, they've done the calculations quite a few times. Um, they've called other people, I think, I think it's NASA, NASA are involved. Hetty Ann Park, who was Beverly yes, on Hannibal. So good. Because the thing I noticed, this I wrote this down, this feels like a, like a dark version of The Martian mm. where it's how everyone should be working together to make this really difficult thing happen and they don't. But also most of the main cast are white and all of the diversity is in the supporting cast, yes. like The Martian. Yeah. It is a really impressive cast. Mm. So that's right. We meet at this po- at about this point. The head of security in NASA, the, Doc- the space security. What's it? it's got some really weird name like space security. But it's NASA. basically the the people who deal with if something's going to hit the Earth. Yeah, because they they don't even know. They're like, is that a real per- like is that a real department? What what who are we about to speak to? And it's Dr. Teddy Oglethorpe, played by Rob Morgan. Yes, who's been in a bunch of things because I looked him up immediately because he's. He was so charismatic yeah, and great. Yeah, he was really good. Love that character. So he's just like, you got to get to DC. We're, we're getting you on a flight to Z- DC like tonight. Yep. And they have to catch like a, a, ca- like a, a cargo a, yeah. airplane. I think it's like a like an army cargo plane. Yeah. And they're just like in, in there with the their hold. suitcase in their hole just going, where, where do we sit? This <laughs> so at this point it's like it's quite – it's kind of light and funny still too. Yes. Like you think – Oh, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. For a long time I thought the comet, it was all going to work out okay. Nah, I, <laughs> I think I felt pretty early that, yeah, spoiler, it doesn't work out okay. Um, pretty early I sort of thought, nah, this isn't going to pay off. The mm. the thing, Some of the things that happen aren't going to pay off if, if this works out. So they do get to DC, they get time in the White House, they show up, we... Meryl's wig is amazing. Mm-hmm. Meryl Streep is President Orlean. Mm-hmm. And her, her and then they get stuck in the in the corridor yeah, waiting. waiting for hours and hours. And there's a general that makes them that charges them ten dollars each for a bottle of water and a pack of like barbecue shapes. <laughs> <laughs> and that they then discover the White House snacks are free, which of yeah. course they of would course be. They are. But that was a pretty good joke, actually. It was in, a good joke. The, Why this general? And I love the callback, like. It's months later, obviously, yeah. and Jennifer's still just like talking to someone going, I still can't work out why he would charge us for the snacks. snacks. He's a general. Leo's very nervous and he takes a quarter of a Xanax and then Kate just takes the rest, yeah. which is like relatable. Yeah. <laughs> so they're stuck there all day with the Pentagon guy making them pay for the snacks. Mm. Uh, Jonah Hill as uh, President Orlean's son. Yeah, I loved – I actually loved the um, – I really loved the reveal of him being the son because yep. there's a bit of a wisecrack from Kate, like going, "Oh yeah," like she says something, and I kind of went, "No, she's he's not her son." Yes, no, and then later, like then yeah. it's kind of confirmed. You're like, "No, yep, the president, no. the president's chief of staff is her son, yeah. Jason Orlean." Jonah Hill is the best. Per- he's the best thing in this movie. Like yeah, there are some so good, good performances. Yeah, uh, Rob Morgan being one of them. I just. He was a delight every time he was on screen. Um, but Jonah Hill, MVP, mm. amazing. Yeah. Giving us all of the Ivanka, um, Jared <laughs> Kushner that you could desire. Because yes. that's definitely 
No oh, nepotism at its finest. No characters are based on any specific real people, but you do oh. this, and it's per- <laughs> and it's perfect because it's it gives you that idea. It puts that in uh-huh. your mind without the character actually being at all like either of them. Yeah. But Joan Hill is it's an amazing, hilarious performance. He's so good at yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, loved it. We meet uh, like we meet a lot of characters quite quickly mm-hmm. at this point. We um, meet. Um, Jennifer Lawrence's boyfriend, um, Philip, who is Himesh Patel, who's in the movie Yesterday about the Beatles. Yes, yeah. that's where he's from. Yeah. I knew he was really familiar yeah. and I couldn't quite pin it. See, loads of really good supporting yeah. cast and loads of diversity in the supporting cast. Yes. Not enough. Hollywood. Not enough, I know. They, they're not One quite there yet, in the, in the, Well, I mean, in a supporting role. It's like, no, your leads are all white. Come on. Yeah. Anyway, but he is good. We meet um, – Leo's family, yeah, Melanie Linsky, mm-hmm. who, who I love. I really want to see Yellow Jackets. Mm-hmm. I've been hearing it's a really great show. Yep. It's another streaming service. I know. It's on Paramount it's Plus. just too many. There's too just many. too many now. So at this point they've had they've finally gotten their meeting with the president. We realise that her son, Jason, is a dick. Um They've decided that they're going to have to – like Michigan State is not an Ivy League school, so they're not going to just – they're like, well, Michigan State, what, whatever. Even though the guy from NASA is like, well, they've got a really good um, department there. It's mm-hmm. completely fine. We've all done the maths also. And they're like, no, we're going to get some of our people onto it to check. Yep. And um, we're just going to sit tight and – Wait and see. Yeah. And, it's and put, reassess. It's put together pretty quickly that they're saying, no, you've got to act now. And it's like, no, they're going to wait for the midterm elections. They don't yeah. want to put out any news that mm-hmm. is bad news. Yeah. Um, and then it's decided that they're going to have to leak it to the press to kind of get some action Teddy happening. Is, Teddy is the only one who knows how to work the machine of politics mm-hmm. and who knows how to use the media. The thing with – um. Leo and Jennifer Lawrence's characters, is, yeah, as scientists, yeah, and just university scientists, yeah, they're not, and they're not science communicators even. They they understand the science and they can explain it at a really high level, but they don't know how to work the political machine. Yeah. So they've decided they're going to have to leak it to the press. Yeah. We then get this really weird kind of like crossover to being at like an Apple launch. Yeah. Um. I mean, for, is this for ca- Bash? Yeah, for Bash. Is this character, you know, is he Mark Zuckerberg? Is he Elon Musk? Is he Steve Jobs? He's, well, he's all and none of them. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's an interesting character. Yeah. So Peter Isherwood, played by Mark Rylance, an actor who I adore, but who doesn't believe that Shakespeare wrote his own plays. Oh, that's a weird conspiracy theory we to can, have. We'll talk about that conspiracy theory at the end. That could be our gossip piece. Oh. I know, right? I've never, ever heard <gasps> anyone. Oh, my God. No, we'll, we'll get into it at the end. Okay. Interesting. Because it's a thing. So I found it really interesting that I haven't – so this character, it, to me anyway, is obviously on the spectrum. Yeah, they, because there's there's the before he comes out, they're like, please don't look at him in the eye, do not make any sudden noises, blah da 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 da. He comes out, his speech is um, quite kind of 
direct no, yeah. and one tonal and almost robotic. A really unusual cadence. Yeah. Um, so I kind of like, okay, he's autistic. But then I found it really interesting that in this time and age that there hasn't been a real backlash against that they didn't get someone with autism <laughs> to play this role. Mm. Yeah. Where when I saw it, I thought, oh, I hadn't – because, you know, I would have usually have heard something, a rumble at yeah. least, of there being some kind of backlash. But there hasn't been at all, I don't think. Possibly because the character is so unlikable and by the end clearly such a villain. Yeah, maybe. That no one wants to claim him. There's no one <laughs> There's no one autistic who's like, oh, that's, that's autistic representation we want. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's – okay, you make a very good point there. He's, he's – also, it feels over the top. It does. Do you know who you reminded like it me like of? feels like a bit like we're batting you over the head with this character's autistic. Yeah. It's like it's not actually a very no, good, it good wasn't performance. A, it wasn't a, no, it wasn't. He's it reminded me of um, Johnny Depp's performance. It was very Willy Wonka to me. <gasps> yes. The teeth. The teeth. Everything he was doing, it was like he went in or whoever wrote the character or whoever gave him the direction or whoever built that <laughs> Who were both the same guy. <laughs> yeah. So Adam McKay, Adam McKay decided that he's going to be the Willy Wonka of. Mm. Yes. That is actually, when you say that, I hadn't thought of that. And that feels like a direction he might have actually given him. He is very Willy Wonka. Yeah, he's very, very Willy Wonka. The he's- way he speaks his factory. I can't, of, could not get over his teeth. This yeah, was a great factory. episode for Hollywood teeth. Um, I kept oh, just Kate being mesmerised by their teeth, Amy. I know. Well, they well, even like put teeth in Kate, Kate Blanchett. Like, yeah, we're going to skip to that already. So Kate Blanchett is a TV host. We'll talk about her in her character in more detail when we get to that point of the recap. But yeah, they've clearly just put like a. You can see that it's a big plate of. Yeah, she looks like, like she's from the Only Way is Essex. Yeah, it's not. It's not even normal veneers. Like they've just put a prosthetic plate on yes. her. Yeah. And it's incredible. Like her teeth are glowing as, as are Tyler Perry as her, as her co-host. They're, they're, it's, her, it's, it's horrifying. Yeah. It it's really horrifying. is. It really is. So we're at this um, Bash Life 14.3 um, launch mm. and I kind of was a bit confused as like why, why is this a, here? Basically a smash cut and then – yeah. Immersed into this totally makes, different part ma- of the story. It really makes sense later on, but, you know, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it was a particularly good way of introducing that character no, concept. But anyway, yeah. whatever. But it, it, it did the job. It did the job. So as part of the leak to the media, they've gone to, I think, like the New York Times or they've gone yeah, to a Yeah, it's a, a fake big, newspaper, but they've gone to a big – They've gone to a big paper – Incredible. They're going to be put on the show, The Daily Rip. And it was around this time, too, um, that it kind of, it's it's kind of said, I think it's Kate that says, this comet is big enough to, this is, it's bigger than what wiped out the dinosaurs. Like, this is. Full on. I think she's talking to her boyfriend on yes. the street yeah. at this point, like when she's saying we're going to go on the Daily Rip and he's all oh, excited that's right. yeah. because he once got on it and Leo's like, oh, I don't know who that is. Like, what is that? Yeah. And, um, yeah, and she's like, well, you know, this 
this is it's bigger than what wiped out the dinosaurs. This is serious. We need people to be taking this serious. Yeah. So they get on the TV show with our hosts Jack and Bree. Mm-hmm. So Tyler Perry, uh, who I liked Tyler Perry. Yeah, he's in really this. good in this. Um, and Kate Blanchett, both with these amazing glowing teeth. Mm-hmm. Um. Leonardo DiCaprio's character has a panic attack in the toilets, which I think is reasonable yeah. given the situation. It's a, like, look, a lot has happened in the last like forty-eight hours. It's relatable. It's relatable. He's just been told to mind his own fucking business by Ariana Grande's <laughs> character in the um, green room, playing this like version of herself. Basically, yeah, it's Ariana Grande version of without herself without the tattoos. Yes. And so then she comes on and she talks about her relationship breakup and Uh then her, the, the guy who's the rapper who, who is Kid Cootie, I think, playing um, her ex-boyfriend, then immediately fiance because they get engaged on the TV show right before, right before we're supposed to then cut to, hi everybody, there's a comet that's going to wipe out the world. I like Ariana. She, she was a good sport because she did play, she played herself, her costume, yeah. It was one of her costumes. Yeah. You can tell that she's styled herself yeah. pretty much tweaked mm. but cl- yeah. like, almost identical to what she would – how she would style herself and she's just hyped up. So yeah. I think she was a really good sport I think she for was. doing I that. Think she was, I think she was really good casting, like it worked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they finally get on – they're really nervous. They're not taking it serious at all. Going, oh wow, you've you so you discovered a comment. Wow, that's so great. great Is there for life you. out there? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Leo and and Kate like so, I'm mixing it up now with the character names. I know, know. but they they don't know how to do the messaging. No, they don't have media training. They're not science communicators. They don't know how to get the message across. Yeah. And it goes very badly. Yeah. Kate basically ends up just yelling down the screen, we're all going to fucking die. Yeah. Like it's going to hit Earth because he's like, oh, is it, you know, will it destroy a house? And they're like, like well, n- no, no, it's going to destroy like everything, everything, the Earth. Yeah. And they're like, oh, but it's got to land on one particular house. Where will that be? Kind of thing. <laughs> like, yeah, so she, she's yeah. frustrated and starts yelling. The part where after that where that becomes a meme is like, yes, that's actually extremely – like mm-hmm. this is one of the parts in the movie where it's like you are hitting us over the head with this, but also, yes, that would happen. Mm-hmm. Kate Blanchett's character hits on Leo's character. Yep. The, yeah, the memes are super, super um, – Realistic. So then because that um, appearance went so badly, the newspaper don't want to run with the story. Um, yeah, the there's, like, House, there's yeah. no social media kind of interest. No yep. one's talking about it. It's We don't even know if it's true now. The White House are denying they've even met with you. Mm-hmm. Um, Kate's boyfriend breaks up with her via a sensational article about how <laughs> she's, she's crazy. crazy. <laughs> and, he, you know, and I slept with her. So the FBI come for Randall. Yeah, I think – so I think some time's passed. Like I think a month yeah. or so has passed. They get back to – They're kind of back in their normal lives just, I guess, knowing that we're all going to die. Um, but, yeah, the FBI come and arrest Randall and Kate and On put campus, them yeah. in the back of seats and Kate ends up with a, a bag, bag over her head. head. 
where they're, they're shipped back to the White House to be told that Ivy League schools have confirmed the data and the White House are finally going to act on the comet. And it is because the president has um, a really terrible choice for a Supreme Court nominee. Yes. It's just come out that she's been having an affair with yeah, him. Yeah, he's like she- a life model that did softcore porn or something. <laughs> <laughs> and, and now that it's it's uh, people have discovered that they've been having an affair for years and I think and, and like – a nude has, of hers has been yeah, leaked. She's, she's, she's uh, she now needs a distraction from that. Yeah. And so now she's willing to actually talk Act to on them. it. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is the kind of part of the plot where it's like this is too much. This is over the top. But also. Yeah. I loved this part. This part was – I kind of enjoyed this part. This is this is how big satire has to go now. Yeah. Because everything is so ridiculous I already. Know. So there's the announcement um, that Ron Perlman – is going to be their hero in their Armageddon, Bruce Willis. Yeah, and I do want to be take clear. on the movie. It is a character played by Ron Perlman. It's not actually. Yeah, it's Ron not actually Perlman. Ron Perlman because in this movie, <laughs> either, I'm just realizing either could be true. I love Ron Perlman. He's playing this like ridiculous um, ex general, ex general, extremely right wing and racist. So there's these big announcements. Now, I've got written in here and I can't remember. So there is a speech. Someone does a speech and it's completely ripped from Saving Private Ryan. Um, So Hetty and Park, the the head of NASA, has to resign in disgrace. Yeah, because because someone's got to take the fall even though she's done nothing. Um, The president decides that what the the best way of actually handling – this like letting everyone know what's happening but in a way that's going to reflect as as well as possibly on her is to insert an emergency broadcast in the middle of something uh, on a beautiful (laughs) Love Island. Someone was watching Love Island or something. (laughs) On a massively lit up battleship. It's basically the um, George W. Bush mission accomplished setup. There's fireworks. Um, we meet Ron Perlman. He's crazy. Yeah. Um, the internet reaction felt like the all Real. of the bits where yes. they're like, and how the internet reacts is like, yeah. yeah. Someone who's way too online, it's like, no, that's perfect. Yeah. Um. Then Randall starts to get better at the messaging. I think he appears on Sesame Street. Yes. With some shitty knockoff yes. Muppets. Um. He starts having an affair with. Kate Blanchett's character, yeah. and the, yeah, this that's is actually pretty funny. They don't; it didn't need to be in it, but oh, it was it pretty didn't funny. Need to be in it. I was, I was disappointed. I really liked his character, mm. and I was a bit kind of like, oh, I'm really, really mad at him for cheating on Melanie Linsky's character. I know, and that is a hundred percent about. I love Melanie Linsky, and Jason Ritter would never. Mm. And I just, I'm mad at him for doing that. So. In the midst of all of all of that, um, they they do the launch. The launch happens. It feels very Truman Show how they're cutting with all of like the react. This is some yeah. of the stuff that I didn't love. They, you know, then cut oh. to the all of the normal people having their like reactions at home watching the TV. See, I didn't mind that. I didn't mind that at all. Um, the emission is aborted because I can't really remember why. I've got this. Oh. Yeah. yeah, so they give Randall the mic to launch because as this has been happening, as he is starting to get better at, at yeah, his media, quite big. his profile's quite big and more and more 
people are talking about the comet as his discovery. And so mm. it's one of the things they actually do vaguely subtly is is really start to steal the credit and just he doesn't he's not even stealing the credit. No. It's just being handed to him as the man. Yeah. In the situation. Yeah. So we're in the launch. The launch is happening really, really well. Like it's it's going really successfully. Ron Perlman is up there in the sky. Yeah, saying, I'd like to say hello to the gays out there. <laughs> oh, my God. And a few quite racist t- yeah. things. He's tra- but it also he's like you can tell he's trying not to be racist by yeah. saying, like saying a hello to certain yeah. races. Yeah. But it's. Not what, landing. Oh, he makes a terrible Indian joke. Yeah. 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 Oh, no, it's <laughs> terrible. It's, it's so bad. Um, Mark Rylance's character pops in, has a quiet word with the president outside, mm-hmm. and then yeah, suddenly... The, the guy from Bash. Yeah. The head of Bash. Yeah, he calls the president out, doesn't he? Yep. So this is the best part of the movie because Kate's sitting next to... Um, Jonah Hill as the mm-hmm. as the son. So Mark Rylance's character walks in and she asks him, like, is he allowed to be here? And his reply is... Yeah, he's a platinum eagle level donor to the campaign, so he has full clearance. Launch mission array. <sighs> Molly kicking in right now. Time that shit perfect. <laughs> Give him an award for that delivery. It was beautiful. <laughs> the two it best lines of the good. movie back to back. It was very good. At this point, my notes are so of like, this is, it's not going to get better than this. Here are the best lines. And then we're only halfway through. I know. This is the point that I kind of so went, it's, it's oh, going to fail. I was hoping that like he'd get up there, there would be an Armageddon moment, and we'd all like live happily yeah. ever after. And uh, at that point, I was seriously was like, oh, maybe it will work out. Checked how long we had to go on the I know, movie. And I went, like, oh. Okay. <laughs> so they all get kind of locked in a room. And um, Dr. Mindy's like pulled out and they tap, like he gets advised with what's going on. There's this big meeting. So basically, Bash, the company, have discovered that the comet is made up of all these precious minerals and things that they use to make their phones, yep. basically. And so they are like, we want that. So instead of going and like diverting it so it doesn't hit earth, we want to go in and break it up. So still like big Mack trucks are going to land on earth and probably yeah. kill ecosystems and people and yep. Yep. ruin the earth. Yeah, but, but it's worth it because the rich will get richer. So basically that happens. Dr. Mindy goes out to a pub with Kate and Teddy and he tells them and Kate – Oh, that's right because he gets pulled into the room and yeah. he is now the chief science officer yeah. of the White House. And he goes and tells them what's going on. Some, some people over here. And so Kate's just like, you know what, stuff this. And so she stands up and basically says that they're going to – the rich are going to get rich. They're, they're, yeah. they're going to – we're all in danger because they want to do this. Yeah. And so riots happen as, you know, you would yeah. think. <laughs> and that's fair. So it is vaguely possible to land something on a comet because we did it mm-hmm. once, NASA did it once. Okay. Uh, but it's super hard. Like yeah. all I remember is that it was – it's really tricky. Yeah. It's extremely difficult to do. I can't imagine that they could just go in and blow up a comet Armageddon no. style. No. And they're making the point here that like none of this science is peer reviewed. They mm. won't let any – like they won't let the scientific community look, at, look it. at it. Yeah. 
Which is all of the stuff that you should, these are all red flags. Yeah. Randall's kind of being a bit of a douche. Yeah, he is. And just as that's happening, um, his wife catches him in the affair. That's pretty great. Throws all of his medication at him. <laughs> That's Same. right. He's basically he's 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 basically falling apart at the scenes. Um, he's all his medication. Good luck. Have fun with that. Yep. Kate Blanchett's dress in that scene was magnificent. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, costuming in this was really good. And people don't call out enough in a movie that is basically contemporary and a lot of like people dressed as normal people. How good costuming can be. Yeah, in that. like that's. That's oh, still yeah. work. That's still yes. really impressive work. Sure like is. you see Randall being kind of schlubby and getting, you know, better fitting, fitting clothes and better mm-hmm. tailoring and nicer nicer outfits yeah. as he gets further along into yes. sort of being a, a public figure. Just little things like that I thought they did incredibly well. I agree. So Kate has been arrested because she incited – a right. riot. Is this another bag over um, the head moment? She does. She ends up with a bag <laughs> over her head. Her parents have disowned her um, because they are all for the jobs that the Comet <gasps> will provide. Oh, my God. Um, she ends up working in like a bottle-o. Yes. And this is where we finally get to see Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> I have another review from Letterboxd. Oh, sorry, this is from Hunter. One and a half stars. Oh, God. When red-haired J-Law appeared on screen with Timothy Chalamet, my mum called it a bootleg ladybird and I can't unsee this. Oh. 100%. Really? Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen Ladybird in oh, a really should... long time. Yeah. I've seen it but not for – it was a long time ago. Mm. He's got bad hair in it, Timothy. I appreciated him in this movie. <gasps> He's amazing mullet. So, Kate – Goes and hangs out with Timothy Chalamet and his mm-hmm. friends who are there because they don't have any money and she lets them mm-hmm. steal some booze. Timothy Chalamet, I had not noticed this in any of like the trailers or stuff I'd seen, has this just incredibly ratty – it's his yeah, normal he's hair stuff. with his horrible ratty mullet. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. It's it's awful. I mean, he's still a pretty boy, but yeah, it's gross. And Yule. He's Yule in it. Yule. Took me a while to catch his name, but mm-hmm. – at this time also we see that a $300 million movie is being made about the comet already. <laughs> yes. I know. They've, they've, they just got that out there. Oh, like, yeah. These are the things, though, that feel really realistic. Like, yeah. yes, they would tur- turn around and be making a movie. That quickly. Bash have uncovered their massive robot that's going to have all sorts of, um, oh, I don't know. Drones? Drones. Yeah. To go. Yeah, that are all going to blow up the the thing. Dr. Mindy, like, get he's he's turned now. Yeah. He's just like, this is enough. Um, he kind of played along for a little while and just can't do it anymore. And he loses it on the on Sesame Street and is arrested and ends up with a bag over his head yeah. in the back seat of a car. I felt like the speech <laughs> was starting to get very preachy. It was like, I get it, movie, I get it. But then that, the, the hard cut to him in the, in the back seat with the bag over his head was like, no, well played. I know, well, well timed. We then see Chris Evans. Chris Evans in an uncredited <laughs> role as the actor who is playing, I guess, Dr. In Mindy the in the movie about the comet, doing press second, about it. For a second I kind of had to go, is that Chris 
Is that him? I will always recognise Chris <laughs> Evans. It did not take me a second. I had like absolute confidence it was him. Yeah, it was. That was that was pretty funny. Ariana Grande gets to sing a lovely song in this right. they section where she uh, sings the lyric "Get your head out of your ass." The comments coming. Yep. Yep. <laughs> like, <laughs> Ariana Grande comes out of this movie really well. Yeah, she like does. she's not in it much, but she comes out of it really well. Yeah. I noticed at this point, Timothy Chalamet's eyebrows are perfect. Mm-hmm. It's what it's like to be a movie reviewer who's got ADHD to duck, guys. <laughs> the comet becomes visible. So Yeah. Yeah. Kate is hanging out with you all. They're like So we're making close out on a building to it or now, something. Then aren't yeah. we? Like it's it's all it's happening. Coming. Um Yeah. So America kind of cut Russia, China and India out of being able to use any of the minerals when Mm -hmm. it gets broken up. So they've tried to do their own mission, but it's failed. So that's not a good sign of how things are going to go if um, big superpowers with lots of money can't kind of make it. Which is still, it's still giving me dark the Martian at this point. It's like, yeah. But that's it. We get to the point in the movie where things are starting to get very scary. Yeah. Mark Rylance's company are our last hope. If if they don't actually get this terrible, terrible plan to work. Yeah. It's over. And so then we get the launch is going to happen. Our main characters, so um, Leonardo DiCaprio and and J-Law and Timothy Chalamet are supermarket shopping. Yeah. They've just like, they're, they're. Back in um, Michigan and he's going to go, they're going to have like a nice dinner and he's going to go home and make up with his wife and say sorry and see his kids. See his kids and. There's still half an hour of the movie left at this point where I'm like. Is there really? There's still half an hour of the movie left. I I don't have many more notes. And I I must have given up with my note writing. I don't have much left. Well, at this point you're like, how much of the (laughs) how much movie is left? Timothy Chalamet and, and Jennifer Lawrence get engaged in the car. Mm-hmm. Um, now this part, I, 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 I'm getting very anxious at this point in the oh, movie. Like I started to get very tense. Really? Yeah. I quite liked at this point because so part of this bash technology on the phone is that they can predict when you're going to die and how you're going to die. Yes. And the president's like, "Tell me how I'm going to die." Because we had that really I'm gonna die. creepy scene when where Mindy's having a go at Mark Rylance's character and he goes into this like spiel of how he's going to mm. die. And yeah, President Orleans wants to know how she's yeah. going to die. And he turns to her and says, "You're eaten by a a bronto rock. We don't know what that is." <laughs> and, and you're like. Okay, what, what that's <laughs> The launch happens. They're losing drones left, right, and centre. Teddy arrives for dinner mm-hmm. at, at the at the Mindy house. I'm I I thought he was lovely. I loved his character every time he's on screen. Like there's one cut where there he's watching them from home on TV, and he, oh no, he's watching the the Ariana Grande bit mm-hmm. and he's got his cat there and I'm a little bit disappointed that Teddy's character doesn't really get to have an interior life. I know. Because I liked Because I kind of felt that was, too and I understand mm. why he was there at their last dinner. I'm but really glad like, he was. where's your family? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a a sort of sad. frustrated that his character – yeah, that his character probably does have that and we just didn't mm-hmm. anyway. But I'm glad that he got to be there. He was, he was a really charismatic actor and I hope I see mm. him in more things. Yeah. I liked him a lot. So they the robot or whether 
whatever it is, yeah. lands, finally lands on the comet. They're about six drones down at this stage. It's not going to go well. Well, we know it's not going to go yeah. well <laughs> and it doesn't. They blow it up for the separation. It doesn't separate. Like the comet stays intact. Um, at that point, Peter Ishna, is that his name? Peter. Uh, let me scroll back Peter. Up. Peter Ishawell. Ishawell. Sir Peter Ishawell. Oh, he, he's just like, oh, I've got to go to the toilet I'm, uh, and just scoots it out. And the president promptly follows. And then everyone starts freaking out and leaving uh-huh. and the only person who stays is her son yeah. just staying in the – Just like waiting. Poor Jason. Now, you probably didn't like this part because you've kind of said that you don't like <laughs> what's happening here. But I really liked this part where they showed all the images from around the world of um, different cultures and different areas of the world reacting to the comet mm. coming um, – like the the different animals running around. It was very – it kind of was a bit National Geographic. It was too National Geographic oh, for my tastes. I, I really liked it. See, I literally wrote beautiful images. Like I They were I beautiful images. Part. I just didn't feel like they fit. Yeah. But all, actually, no, I've got no complaints about how any of that stuff was photographed. It was all really Yeah, it was gorgeous. beautiful. I just didn't think it belonged in the movie. Oh, I, I really thought it kind of made it – well, at that point it made me quite emotional because mm. it was showing, like, what what we're going to lose. Yeah. So I actually really appreciated it for that side of things too. And maybe it was working better on me than I expected because I basically started – I reckon you should watch it again, I start, No, I started having a panic attack at this point. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was so – it made me so anxious, like – I think that's part of the three stars. There's a lot that I didn't like think was brilliant, but it made me extremely anxious. So like it was effective. Uh, it was it effective. Was effective. Yeah. yeah. See, and this is the point. After that, I didn't have a panic attack, but I got teary. Mm. I started to tear up. And I started to tear up mainly when earthquakes start happening because it's obviously entered the atmosphere. There hasn't been impact yet, yeah. but it's entered the atmosphere and things are shaking and they're having their family dinner and they're talking about apple pie. Like you can tell they're really con- – like they're not hiding. No, they didn't put the TV on and so they're not like watching it. Oh, we have a lovely moment where Melanie Linsky and Leo's characters basically like make up. You know, she yes. lets him in and she admits to – I think she cheated on him when yeah, they were with Aaron Cop Chan or someone. And so they're isn't like, Aaron Chan, isn't he a comedian? Maybe. <laughs> but um, yeah, they make up. They're sitting there at the dinner. They've had some yeah. lovely conversations, and they are just talking yeah, about they're really making mundane a things. Effort not yeah. to hide, not to run off. Yule does a lovely prayer because he's the only one who knows how to pray because he was raised Pentecostal. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. Yeah, and they start talking about they're talking about apple, apple pie, pie and and things like that, and, and then, it's shaking. And I I got quite emotional and teary because yeah. I was a bit like, wow, how would you react? I would probably be huddling, like, and I think it was quite a different view to show people kind of like going, no, we're gonna sit here and face it, eat and face it, and try not to be as terrified as we actually are. Yeah. And then impact happens and it all just kind of goes black, I think. Yep. Oh, well, we've seen the president and Mark Rylance were in an escape pod. Mm. And then she calls... Oh, Mindy. She does, doesn't yeah, she? To offer him the last spot. And then Mark Rylance's character is like, what about Jason? And she's like, oh, shit. 
and poor Jason gets left behind mm-hmm. uh, and everything blows up and the world goes dark. Yep. And at this point, there's still 15 minutes to go and that's when it, then it, that's when I realise that uh, like 12 minutes of that is actually the credits. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So we then kind of cut to 22,750 years later, later. Um, and the pods land – I guess it's not Earth, but it's a it's an Earth-like yeah. – they've kind of floated around for literal tens of thousands of years. To find a, another planet in the Goldilocks zone. The Goldilocks zone is like – where a planet is where it's not too close and it's not too far from a star. Uh-huh. It's just right for yeah. potential human habitation. Yeah. So they found something. They land on it. They're all naked. Like Meryl gets out all naked. There's there's great placement of heads and things so you yep. don't see much of Meryl. So there's loads <laughs> of normal-looking naked people which is like bravo to the movie for just having a whole bunch of old, normal-looking naked people. Like we sca- Yeah, because it short- would all been middle-aged oh, white yeah. men that got on the ship and they were all middle-aged white men that got off the ship. Because it scans through all of the like the frozen pods and basically it's a name of a person and then like their, their donor status, like how much they were donating to the uh, president's campaign and that's how they got on the escape pods. <laughs> I did notice at the end that both um, Mark Rylance and um, Meryl Streep had body doubles. Oh, of course. Meryl's not going to get out there with her bloody tramp stamp. So Meryl kind of walks over to some creature that's there and it instantly starts eating her and then there's there's a bit of a line going, oh, that must be a Bronterock. Yep. And I thought, okay. <laughs> See, I, I laughed too. I gave that joke too much credit at yep. the time. <laughs> yep. But it, I got a laugh out of it at the end. There. And that's the end. Yeah, the ending is absolutely absolutely ridiculous. But again, I get why they they did it. I don't love it, but they did it yeah. because they had literally just obliterated the Earth and killed all of our characters. I know and we've got to have a little bit of a like. What a are you going to do? How do you end the movie after that? Oh, there yeah. you go. So that's don't look up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I th- well, I obviously liked it more than you. I yes. think, but. Didn't hate it. Yeah, I th- I just felt it was long. There was parts mm. of it that I was just a bit kind of like, okay, I, I've got other stuff I've got to do today. Come on. I think that's why I was Move a bit harsh on some of those other the other choices of of showing things that weren't mm-hmm. related to the plot. Was it's already not tight enough? Yeah, you don't you don't actually have the time to be padding it out like yeah. this. Okay. And I would have appreciated that stuff. I think I think I would have been fine with that if it was a ninety-minute movie, hundred-minute yeah. movie. But it was yeah. a bit long for oh, me. Well, how to long not was it? It was like two and a half. I yeah, think it was, it was over two, two hours eighteen. Yeah. yeah, it's a bit too long. It's a bit too you long. You know how I feel about that. Every movie should be a hundred minutes or less. Mm, I agree. Jonah Hill, amazing. Mm-hmm. I think they all did a good job. I yeah. mean, I don't think there's any actors in it that I would go. Oh, that wasn't that no, wasn't a good job. I agree. Actually, everyone was great. Like there were particular, particularly strong performances, um, but yeah, it was really really good. Like I really enjoyed Jennifer Lawrence. Mm. Rob Morgan was revelation because I hadn't seen him yeah. in, a, in a big role like this, and I thought he was yeah he fantastic. was really good. Actually, yeah, Mark Rylance. But I don't know if that was his fault. No, as I an think actor. that was probably direction. I think that was direction and yeah, the character. Yeah, 
I think any I would have hated anyone yeah. playing that character because I hate the I character. Think so too. It's not as I don't love the performance, but yeah, I think anyone would have been playing Yeah, wouldn't have done a good job. Yeah, it, yeah. Yeah. As this weird kind of autistic panto. So Yeah, tell me about this um Shakespeare denier. Yeah, so you know how they, like, in London, rebuilt the Globe mm-hmm. Theatre? Yeah. And Mark Rylance, he, he – I think he is Sir. He is a Sir Mark. Um, is he's, he British? Yes. He um, – my source for this is an never article. heard of him and he's a Sir. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, I'd never heard of Ian McKellen and he was a Sir before I'd heard of him. Really? Yeah, he was knighted for services to acting, like, I think in the early or mid-90s. And the first I heard of him was the film version of um, Richard the Third, which ah. I think was ninety five or ninety six. Okay, yeah. yeah. But yeah, same. Mark Rylance has done a lot, like a lot, a lot of theatre, okay. and then a fair bit of TV and and film, but mostly in the UK. And he's the kind of actor where he's like he's got more of an American film presence now, mm-hmm. but that's not the majority of his career. Mm-hmm. So he was the first artistic director of Shakespeare's Globe when they oh, established okay. it. And he's, you know, one of those actors who's done a lot of Shakespeare and, and like, very much been involved. But he is – he believes that it's actually the writer, Sir Francis Bacon, who wrote most or all – of Shakespeare's works, not actual Shakespeare. Why? What? What's his? Why? Okay. So there's uh, an author who used um, a computerized textual analysis to to analyze the phrases in Shakespeare's plays to find the ones that were rare and who else wrote them, and they think it is Francis Bacon. But there There's got to be – no, you need more evidence than that to be <laughs> just saying, no, nah, it's not Shakespeare. But there are other theories too where the, uh, there are a few writers that people think might have been Shakespeare. There's, I think the foundation of it is that Shakespeare was a bit of a country bumpkin okay, with no real like formal education. I don't think – like he didn't go to university. Mm-hmm. He wasn't from a wealthy family. He was from like a fairly poor merchant family. Mm-hmm. And he can't, and he started as an actor and kind of comes out of nowhere and then okay. writes, you know, the most famous and adapted plays in yeah, the English language canon. And there's a lot of people who feel like, but how did a hick – do that and they don't like it and uh, so they think maybe it was Edward de Vere who was the Earl of Oxford maybe it was Christopher Marlowe who was a poet and playwright at the same time but why would they let like some hick take credit for their work yeah this is a good point and I don't understand I don't understand or feel like that question is adequately answered yeah no I don't believe this at all anyway yes so we would be not on the side of that, but Mark mm. Rylance is – it's really interesting how you then find out that there will be, like, particular famous actors who – Are crazy? Well, it's a conspiracy theory, isn't it? it? it really? Yeah, it is. It's, it's a Shakespeare conspiracy like – he's a, a Shakespeare yeah. truther. Yeah. It's a low-level <laughs> conspiracy theory. Like, mm, But, yeah, there's quite a lot of, a lot of actors who, who believe this and it's, it's really Interesting, random. but I feel they have not – well, I have not been presented enough evidence no, to jump on agree. that ba- bandwagon yeah. at all. 
I mean, I'm not, you know, a scholar or anything, but mm. is my opinion. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. It is interesting. Okay, Kate, what are we going to be watching next? It's time for Gone Girl. Yeah. It's been on my list for a okay. while. I have seen it. I have seen it a long time ago. I went and saw it in the cinema on my own. I think I must have had a roster day off or something. Uh-huh. And and I was married at the time. <laughs> and I remember thinking, oh, I'm glad I saw this on my own. This would be a terrible date movie. <laughs> yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. That will be fun. Yeah. It's it's, it's a ride, isn't it's it? It's a ride. It's mm-hmm. a good movie. It's a really good movie. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, so I'm excited to see how I feel about it after a bit of – Bit of distance and yeah, yeah. It's been years since I've seen it. I yeah. keep saying that a lot. This episode, <laughs> well, oh, I haven't seen that in years. There was this whole chunk of time where you had kids and you didn't see very much for years. Yeah, Interesting. I don't have that excuse. I just haven't seen oh, it. Oh, you're busy. Yeah, <laughs> other movies. I've watched a lot of other movies in that time. Yeah, you, once you've seen it, you don't need necessarily have to keep watching it unless it's clueless. So, <laughs> all right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Find us on our socials where you watched what on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Kate watched what on Letterboxd. You can email us. Uh, our website is you watched what. You can find all of the stuff there. Yeah. Let us know what Google you think. Us and you'll Get find in touch us. or, you know, DM our um, Insta. It's mm-hmm. all good. But yeah, we would love to hear from you if you've got any feedback, if you know anything about the science of comets destroying the earth, like mm-hmm. genuinely. No, I don't really want to know. <laughs> Contact me, don't contact Amy. <laughs> she doesn't want to know. Um, if you have any great letterboxed reviews that you want to um, tell us about, yeah, I enjoyed doing that. I might do that again. Anyway, we'll see you in two weeks with Gone Girl. Gone Girl. Bye. Bye.